King Wolf Creative presents Pints and Putts, a podcast for golfers and craft beer lovers. Hosted by Burke Cullinane and Justin Bedard. This is Pints and Putts. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, hey, podcast. Finally. For, first one. First one. First episode of Pints and Putts. Uh, just to give a little bit of an introduction, I guess, to what Pints and Putts is. As you, I'm sure you heard by the intro, it is a golf and beer podcast. And uh, we're going to be taking a dive into craft beer, um, as well as trying to shed some light on the golf game in a way that's not I am not going to be able to take you seriously with the fucking <laughs> foam on his mustache. Oh, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> Sorry. Probably should have thought about that. Give me a heads up when that's going on. Probably should have thought about that before making Golf and Beer podcast. But yeah, we want to just talk about a lot about um, the evolution of golf, modern day golf. Yeah. Kind of learn more about the game, take deep dives into the game. Yeah. Bring bring a new audience to. There's obviously a lot of crossover between craft beer and golf Mm -hmm. in the, you know, the game and the industry. But. I think there's a lot of people that may be into craft beer that aren't so much into golf. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of people that are into golf that may not have a real good understanding about what craft beer is. Yeah. So a lot, lot, I mean, pretty broad, but, you know, very excited to actually finally be doing a podcast. I feel like we've been talking about doing podcast ever since we started our business. So Yeah, without a doubt. And I think that this has been an idea that we've been kind of alluding to but Mm -hmm. maybe not actually diving into it so it feels good to finally get started on that yeah and we'll take a deep dive more into how the podcast became and all that stuff in just a bit but before we get to that um we are actually very proud to announce our first i guess you would say sponsor of the podcast sponsor of today's episode is amherst brewing Amherst Brewing was founded in 1997 and is located at the Hangar Pub and Grill in Amherst, Massachusetts. Bring a wide range of styles from traditional lagers to hop forward IPAs and barrel aged stouts. Amherst Brewing brews food friendly beers that can be found at the Hangar Pub and Grill locations and in store slash restaurants across the state of Massachusetts. Uh, great group of guys, some of our really good friends. Um, today we are going to be drinking Jess IPA, which is their flagship IPA. It's brewed with Mosaic, Citra, and Simcoe. Do you usually like Simcoe? Um, it's hit or miss for me. I think Simcoe done well is really good. Yeah. Um, but I think it can give like, is that the one you don't like? Um, it's the one that, yeah, not one of my biggest fans, but I am a huge fan of Of Jess Jess. and I'm not, I'm not just saying that because of the sponsor. We've been drinking Jess for a while now. For sure. Um, Jess, it's a uh, 7.3 ABV juicy and fruit forward with restrained bitterness. I like that restrained bitterness. Yeah. What a great, Caleb, what a great description it definitely hits too because you got that very concentrated restrained bitterness at the end yeah like it's good i'm sure that people probably just hated that you went oh i guarantee it (laughs) we'll have to cut that one out um yeah no i i I love this beer i think it's a great absolute great beer it's it's very uh i want to say it's like what you would expect out of uh, a new england ipa yeah, it's yeah. solid. It's it hits that that craving when you're having yeah. a New England. What IPA are what craving. are your favorite your types of your favorite types of beers are doubles, double IPAs? Um, I'd say New England's and doubles. I do I like New England's in the kind of like more I'd say refreshing 
route, but um, I really like boozy double IPAs. Boozy doubles. But not triples. You're not really a fan of triples, which is kind of odd, right? Is that correct? Or no. no? Um, I, it depends on the triples. I think sometimes people go too boozy on them. Like there's got to be enough flavor. You like that to, happy medium. It's got to, yeah, you got to, it's got to balance. And that's, that's for me a big thing with the doubles, actually all beer in general, but doubles, a good, smooth, juicy and boozy double is nice. where I like. Um, yeah, just to kind of leave a couple more comments about the beer. I mean, I, like Justin said, Amherst Brewing, it's, I mean, clearly been around for quite a bit of time now. They're going on. Let's see, what is that? 23 years? 20, 24 years, 24 actually, years this, year. this year. Yeah. Um, and at, at one point, I wasn't honestly a huge fan of their beers, but they have since then changed head brewers, and the, the team has changed over there, and Caleb, Aiden, all those guys over there are doing a phenomenal job. The beer has improved, and I would argue, um, and maybe this is a little biased, but I would almost, when I go to the package store sometime and I see an Amherst Brewing beer, if it's Jess or something like that, I'm I'm probably going to pick it up because I, when I'm craving an IPA or something, I do crave their beer. And I think the big thing you can always count on with them is consistency. Yes. Like, you know, when you open that beer, it's going to be the same as the last one you had. Yep. So if you find something with them and you stick with it, you'll be impressed every time yeah so uh thank you again for amherst brewing uh for for sponsoring today's episode really appreciate it uh i guess we should kind of talk a little bit about how the the podcast came about yeah i i think um you know there's a pretty good backstory to how it came about and if you know, you have been following anything we've been doing. There's been more golf-related stuff coming out. Which might seem out of nowhere for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it, it was highly a video production creative agency before yeah. as far as our online presence and everything. And uh, this summer, um, we actually kind of got, well, we got bit by the golf bug, I'd say, fall of 2019. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And then it maybe even a little bit. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then from there, you know, we started playing more and more. Um, and Caught Burke, the golf fever. Yeah, Burke casually said to me one day we were about to go out and play eighteen, and he's like, "I think I'm going to start doing some uh, golf challenge videos for my YouTube." Yeah, I wanted to the I like had this idea of doing a video, playing golf, practicing golf. For 30 days and seeing if I could like how much I could improve. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, that's a great idea. And then for any of you that don't know, I'm left-handed. Burke's right-handed. Yeah. I'm like, that'd be super cool. I'm like, we got both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> we can we can go at it from there. Um, and we kind of from there we started filming stuff. And the next thing we knew we were starting with this idea of a feature length documentary. I actually think the idea came like that same day I had brought up the idea to you. I, I brought you up. I brought yeah. up the idea and then we played golf and we had, I think we had a shoot that day. We played like really early. We, we used to play very, very early in the summer, like seven o'clock in the morning. There's nothing better than that first. Oh, tea it's time. great. You get, you get, you can get around in, in under three hours and you still have so much left of the day. Mm -hmm. So I think we had a shoot later in the afternoon and we were talking about it like the whole fucking time. 
just like, oh, dude. But, and it just kept evolving and evolving yeah. and snowballing, like everything always does with us. It's right. just like, oh. Yeah. Can't leave anything alone. No. It's, it's how can we make this better? How can we improve? How can we keep going? Um, and yeah, so we we literally started like full out filming for that, lining up interviews yep. and, you know, getting those filmed and keeping continuing how we could bring that story together. Yeah. Um, and somewhere along the way, we decided that creating a YouTube show to help promote that documentary. Yeah. Um, which is where In Between Nines was born from. Yes. Yep. We uh we got going on that and that was I think from the from the start, we we're like, this would be a really cool way to bring new eyes to the game of golf. But yeah, definitely, because the whole concept of in between nines, if you're not familiar with it, uh it's it's basically a I guess a golf show where we just bring people on and play nine holes of golf. There may be a challenge here or there, but I would say probably 90%, 99% of the people that have been on that show have never played golf before or don't play golf like, yeah. at all. The only person, the only person was Josh and yeah. then, and then Dave and Alex, but they, they, like they, they go out like five times a year and they're new to the game. Alex picked it up Alex during COVID this year. So everybody who's been on that show, I guess you would say is is completely new or unfamiliar with the game, which I think is really cool because then you can have conversations like what's your preconceived notion about golf. And it just, it just is introducing people to the game. It's if anything, it's just making more people welcome. It's evolving. It's what the fuck was that? (laughs) Something just popped overhead anyways. Yeah. So enough rambling, but yeah, in between nines was like a very big, Thing and I think that in between nine started to overshadow the documentary. Well, I think that, and I think that by doing in between nines, we realized that there was a lot more to the golf story that we wanted to share in yes. the documentary. And we realized yeah. that the i the first challenge idea of a challenge, basically on how much we could improve in the year, right? Was like okay, this is cool, but I think we're onto something more with. Yeah, how is the game evolving? How's the game evolving? What needs to be talked about? Things like that. Like this is we start. I think we both started to realize this is bigger than us. Yeah, and I think that we would have been doing a disservice to the documentary and to the the game game of golf if we had just left it at what it was. Yeah, so that has been kind of I guess put on not like a hiatus, but it's in the background because everything that we're going to be lining up going forward for that you know we're putting a lot of thought into making sure that that's encompassing what the game is doing yeah like you could bring people on the podcast and you're literally interviewing them talking to them and you now have footage for the documentary or you know the episodes that we shoot with in between in between nines you have the ability to use some footage that either doesn't get used or just snippets of that and use that for the documentary and then you have just a huge catalog of footage that could be used so i think it's something that i definitely still want to do and i think you, you you're in the same boat but we i think we both understand that like we are finding like our passions in this like I guess space mm-hmm. and realizing that like in order to do this whole big goal we have to kind of get our ducks in a row and take the small steps to get there cuz I just I've always wanted to make a documentary right and like and that was I I mean 
pre figuring out that documentary, we were always talking about different ideas yeah, we're that we could do d- documentary so, so, wise. Yeah. So I think that maybe we were trying to fit the mold prematurely for, for sure. documentary. 100%, yeah. And I think that that's, you know, we needed to take that step back. Yeah. And I think it was great in between nines helped us take that step back, helped us fulfill our want and need to create content, especially in the golf world and documentary style and documentary style. You know, there was a lot of interviews. There was a, we got some great history on local businesses, local mm-hmm. business owners. Mm-hmm. Like there, there was a lot of really good stories that I think we got to bring to light and still will be. Yeah. As obviously you can't do it right now cause it's winter and we live in new England, but yeah. Yeah. Which, which if you haven't seen our golf in winter with our cameraman, Chris, go check that out. Yeah, we got to do a full That's out. what New England looks like. Yeah, well, a mild New England winter, I would say. Yeah, we've been lucky this winter. I mean... Only had one storm. Even, yeah. even if that, that wasn't that bad at all. No, and it was gone within yeah. a week or two. I have this idea that I want to go... Like, you know my idea. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, you yeah, know yeah, this yeah. idea, Chris, but like, totally... And you're going to do it with us. We're totally going to go... When I really, I, I, I hope we get a little snow because I, I snowboard, so I would love to, you know, hit the slopes, as they say this year. That was so fucking cheesy. Um, I, I, I hope for snow because I, I want to do this video where we go out and there's like six or six inches or a foot of snow and we're playing golf, like in yeah. legit snow. I know a golf course that would yeah be open, yeah which, no. is, which is mind-blowing. Straight up New England golf. Yeah. Like New England winter golf. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that kind of, I mean, that kind of, I guess, is a little bit of a explanation on how this podcast got started. And I'm just excited, you know, for the opportunity to do this because I think that there's, there's so much opportunity and, and, and different ways that we can take this, you know, um, I've, this is my third attempt at a podcast. Mm. So, being doing it I, the first one i did was with with somebody else um the challenging part was that we both lived across the country and life just happened and we both kind of went our own separate ways and then the other one it was just very hard to hold your own accountability in doing it by yourself right so now that there's more than one and really more than two i mean chris is in some way involved in this as well it almost does hold accountability for myself being like well you know we want to you know, continue to do this. And I think that having us together, it makes it easier to just put out episodes out on our own, mm-hmm. talk about topics yeah. in the game of golf um, that are happening, current events and all that stuff. And also a big part of this, we definitely want to bring guests on. And that's a, that's a big approach. And I think that that's something that we're really focusing on is we're not thinking about this episode. We're thinking about the next 10 episodes we're putting out. Yeah. I mean, how many do we already have scheduled? Uh, yeah. So that, that's, that's a big thing to, you know, help us be accountable and put out this content that, you know, hopefully everyone's going to love. We can. And if they don't, they don't, whatever. Fuck it. I like it. But we can, uh, we can keep on that track by making sure we have them scheduled out for a while. So we have some really cool guests scheduled so far already, which is crazy. Yeah. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to diving into, you know, the game and some of these people's specific stories on either the game or even craft beer craft beer that is, um, you know we're basically combining two things that both of us love yeah absolutely and, and i beer. think a lot of people playing the game also are huge fans of craft beer i think i think it's you know our generation is starting to uh how do i word this like we're not like 
it's you know generations they 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 come through and our generation is now starting to become of the ages that our parents were when they were becoming more in their professional career and starting families and being the being the 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 people who shape society yeah our generation is becoming that right and i think that like you are starting to see you know more interest in craft beer and golf because our generation definitely i would argue are the ones who have made craft beer what it is well to a degree yeah and i think our generation and i mean this actually ties really well into the evolution of golf as we've been seeing it in the modern day. But I think our generation isn't afraid to step out of the box and try different things. And you're seeing a lot of barriers broken down that either were set in stone or people never thought about it. Right. So, you know, people were used to their same six domestic drafts on tap for the longest time. And that's what they went for. And that's what everyone was drinking. And you saw the evolution of it becoming more popular, more yeah. popular, more popular. And I think our generation as well, you know, we are so in touch with worldwide issues. Because of social media. Because of social media. But at the same time, we really respect and enjoy the local businesses, the local breweries, you know, the the local feel we like to be able to go to. To that. support local businesses. So I, I think that that's a big generational gap between our parents' generation and what we're dealing with now. And hopefully we don't sound like complete assholes, but... And if we do, fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it just, like... Another thing that... And we'll, you know, we'll kind of move on from this topic in just a bit, but another thing that I'm just excited about is, like, with the evolution of golf, I think that there there is so much room to grow, and we were talking about that earlier. We have seen a, a big spike this year. More people getting into the game because of, you know, unfortunately a really bad situation, the pandemic, but it did grow the game and is shedding more eyes onto the game. And I think now, now more than ever, and especially with things that are happening in the world, there's conversations that are happening and I'm not trying to get too political conversations that are happening with the game of golf that should be happening because I think for the longest time, you say this all the time, it's been such a good old boys club, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm honestly shocked that I, I, we play golf. Like we, I have, we have sleeves and like nobody has ever really like looked at us the wrong way, you know, or said anything. Like I feel like 20 years ago, if you saw somebody on the golf course with like a bunch of tattoos and stuff, like probably would not have been taken the best of ways. And I think that is, that is a good thing to see that those steps are be taken but i think there's still so much more there's there's so much more steps that need no to be taken. i'm honestly i'm shocked by the fact that a lot of people generationally that i thought would be very stuck in that good old boys club mindset have been very welcoming to but is it because of where we live no i don't i mean maybe that that's definitely a possibility but i mean even you go play some of these nicer semi-private private courses, like people are much more welcoming and, you know, willing to talk to you and everything than I remember playing when, when you I was younger. Yeah. And, you know, when I was playing through high school and all of that, like I can specifically remember like there was we'd show up to golf courses for high school matches mm-hmm. and some of the members would be very dismissive of us mm-hmm. and like almost like we were bothering them by being there, you know, being younger kids out on the course, which I think is the opposite. Now you're seeing a lot of people really like promoting and enjoying the younger, younger kids yeah. on 
And I think you see a lot more awareness in, you know, the country club lifestyle of getting kids involved yeah. at a younger age yeah. in a way that's not that stuck up country club society, but more of a way where they're teaching the kids to enjoy the game. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be all serious. Like that's a big part of golf is you're getting out there, you're blowing off steam and just having you're fun. just having fun and you're enjoying it. And I think that that's something that sometimes we get caught up in the grind of golf and trying to improve and trying to, you know, beat our last score out or the person we're playing or anything like that. And it's those moments for me in golf where you just kind of take that step back and you're like, I'm outside. It's beautiful out. I'm mm -hmm. enjoying the day. I'm having some great conversations with the people I'm playing with and I'm doing something I love. Yeah. And that, that, that for me is, you know, the game of golf right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely like we could talk about, we could definitely like go down dark hole and talk about this for hours and I don't <laughs> want to, but like it just like, I, I see that and I do understand that, but then sometimes I take a look at the bigger picture and I'm like, I still think it needs so much more improvement. And I'm excited to have those uncomfortable conversations, I think. I absolutely. And you know, that's that's conversations that we will specifically try and get guests in that can really help us dive yeah, into. Like I am in no place to talk about some of the things that I would love to talk about. Like I'm the wrong person. I'm not the vessel for that conversation. Exactly. Um, anyways, <laughs> Now, I guess we can t we've talked a lot about kind of 2020. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah, I, I mean I think we give a kind of a recap, recap as much as, as we much needed as we to, could. you know, we touched on the COVID yeah. bump in golf yeah. and we touched on our 2020s. So, I think from here Well, I get, I have a question for you because yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I I had brought up this idea of this whole golf thing and like I feel like like, obviously, you've been involved in it, but I want to hear your side of it because I know why. I know the reasons why I wanted to start making golf videos and content and all that stuff. And it's really just because of a passion thing. I love making videos. I love golf. And we kind of just discuss a lot of it. Like, we, I want to have those conversations that need to be had and, and talk about evolving the game of golf. I want to hear a little bit more about I don't feel like we've ever like, what is your take on this? Like. When I first brought what what why were you like okay let's start making let's start let's start making a documentary okay let's start making golf videos okay now let's do it why why so for me I mean it it's gonna strongly tie back into passion and I don't want that to be a cop out or uh, you know agreeing with what you're saying but I my kind of my quick backstory on golf is I played you know, sporadically growing up and then got to high, the middle school, high school age and was playing regularly. And I played not well, but I played through high school and everything. And I, um, I stopped, I got to college. I got to, you know, the partying lifestyle and everything else. And like yeah. golf took a backseat and I went nowhere with it. So I literally took a pretty much 10 year hiatus of golf until we started sporadically playing with a couple clients yeah. in 2019. Yep. And then by fall of 2019, we had been playing more, yes. just you and I. And I was falling back in love with the game. Yeah. And I was remembering all the memories, the joys, and why I loved the game. It's a great way to connect. And we went from there and, you know, we got our membership at Manchester Country Club and we shout out Manchester shout out not to Manchester. sponsored but they're the best. Yeah. So, we started playing a lot there and 
I was always like, this is, this is my happiest moments of the day. Hell yeah. And like when I, when I can start the day with that, you know, first tea time of the day, get out, get, it mentally prepares me. Oh, for sure. And that's like, if I can get out there when I, when I'm on a golf course, like, and this is actually, this is a big thing for me this year, talking about kind of like bridging the gap between my story and 2021. Yeah. I love everything that the phone does for you now with all the apps you can do and everything. Yeah. But like one of my 2021 goals is to get the phone out of my pocket Detox. and it's my bag. Yeah. And like, that's, for me, because when I'm on a golf course, it clears my mind of everything else. Yeah. It's a tricky game and you got to focus on it. You don't keep score. Yes, exactly. That's one of the reasons I hate keeping score. But, um, so it's, it's, it's one of those things that I love the game. And if I can share that passion with other people, you know, and that goes back to the documentary side of things. Like I was like, Oh, this is a good way to share the passion. And then the more we started doing, I was just like, yeah, I'm down to make more content. Let's figure out how to make this YouTube show. Let's figure out how to do this podcast. Let's figure out how to combine our passions, share it with people and do what we love doing. I mean, I think if you go back into the history of our business, you will see that like it's not new for us to be creating content. I mean, I'm sure for anybody who's listening to this podcast, like this first episode right now is obviously aware that like that was a huge part of my life, like over the past uh, almost three, four years at this point. The content creation. The content yeah. creation, making YouTube videos, like just making videos for fun, like whatever. And then you started actually doing it like very, very briefly. Very briefly. But then we also like when when the business got started and obviously I was on the big kick that I was, I was like, we need to make videos. And you're like, yeah, I want, I want to, I just, I'm, you've always felt like you didn't have time, I guess. No, I think, I don't think it was necessary. I didn't have time. I mean, that's obviously always something, but for me, I was always struggling to find something that I actually wanted to do. So I felt like I was creating for the audience versus creating on something I was interested in doing and something, you know, if you're interested in doing it, if you're passionate about you're it, just gonna do it's it. going to, you're going to do it yeah. and it's going to relay well to the audience. It's yeah. not going to feel forced. I mean, so, you know, go ahead. So I was having a hard time, I'd say creating content and not feeling like I was forcing it out or that it was a chore. Yeah. And that's, that was a big difference with the golf side of things. I was like, yeah, I fucking love this game. Yeah. Let's do it. And we like, just need to like, cause like I felt like that when I was making my YouTube videos and I feel like you saw it firsthand. Maybe it was a little different because we were, it was the first year growing the business and we did get really busy. Right. But like I burned myself out and that's something that I, and I think it's a little different with this because we are both involved and it does, it, it that kind of ties into the accountability thing, but I don't want to, I don't want to, burn ourselves out by doing this but we also need to like we need to find that happy medium of not burning ourselves out but like being consistent no yeah without, such a fine line without a doubt such a fine line and i think that kind of goes back to what i was saying about like we're playing golf anyways oh hell yeah dude like there's no there's, doubt there's about no that there's no doubt about like, that you can ask both of our wives like we play too much golf. That's that's one that, of those things. Well, I I don't agree with that, but <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said you can ask our wives. Yeah, not, not not necessarily what I agree with, but um, but yeah, I mean, we just make videos if, as an excuse to play more if golf. You can if you can justify <laughs> playing golf by putting out weekly content. Yeah, come on, that's a no brainer. 
So what? Okay, so I want to I want to talk about 2021. I want to yeah. talk about the plans for um, the business, like King Wolf Creative, and like where we're trying to like almost kind of pivot. And then also, I do want to hear personal and golf goals. Okay, sounds both good. Both of us. Yeah, no, that'd be great. So I guess as far as like plans for the business and King Wolf Creative, like we love what we do. Obviously, we love to make videos. We love. We love working with a lot of our clients and stuff like that. But I think obviously everybody always has the passion of like just completely working for themselves and stuff like that. And I think we'll always do client work 100%. But we want to do more of the videos. Like filmmaking is most fun when you're just doing it and you're just making stuff that you want to create. And that's that's when it's most fun for me. And it's also tough like going back to kind of like client side of things, like it's tough getting a client that's fully on board because they have a vision. You have a vision. Fully on board for you to have creative control. Right. Is what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so you have a vision, they have a vision and those may not always overlay. And at the same time, like that can be mentally taxing. For sure. I'm trying to figure out, you know, this is what they want this is what I want to do. How can we make that work? Yeah. Most and, of the time you have to kind of give up that. Right. If you, if you look and this is any creator, if you look at any creator's best work, that client most likely give them free reign over doing whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. So to a degree, yeah. if you can, if you can do a lot of that on your own stuff you kind of and get put that, out good like, stuff, it just, it shows in the product, the end product. Yeah. But then you also get that enjoyment that doesn't burn you out and you keep you going. get to blow off that steam yeah. almost. so i think that like our plan like like just moving forward is to like we want to create as much content as we can with the things that we're passionate about without burning ourselves out like we've already kind of said i guess we've kind of danced around this topic a lot but definitely the podcast is something that i would like to do on a weekly basis yep putting episodes out weekly um maybe even doing sometimes doing more than one episode a week, especially like I, I, I know you don't watch as much golf as I do, but like, I want to talk about like some of the big tournaments. I want to talk about the players tournament. Right. I want to talk about the masters no, and yeah. all that stuff. Like, um, and I want to dive more into like talking about that and learning about that. You're going to learn more about the game itself and all the, mm. all the, all of the things I want to learn. I want to cover, uncover all the rocks right. as much as possible. And hopefully, you know, everything gets back to normal and we're able to go to some of these events that are like more the travelers, the travelers that's fucking sick, 15 minutes down the street. Like we missed that last year. Like mm -hmm. really badly. We had like, actually planned like before any of this, mm -hmm. we had planned to go there. Yeah. Like we were gonna like we're gonna figure it out, we're gonna go. Yeah. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. And I mean, like, even US Open was freaking local to us last year. We could much we yeah. could have made it up there. We like there was there. a lot of things that we kind of missed out because of COVID, and I'm hoping that it gets back to normal so that we can bring I don't think it our will. spin on things. I don't I don't think it I think <laughs> I think this year we will start to see crowds to some capacity. At well, the Masters is doing. Yeah, they're doing what twenty five percent or something. Something like that. Yeah, so I think we will. I think it's see, twenty. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, I think we will see more of that roll out. Now it depends on you know without state getting to state too, and all that stuff too yeah. much into it. it. Depends on state to state vaccines, all that, whatever. But I think that this year we will. 
start to get back to a somewhat normal. Yeah. So I, you know, that's it will be something that I would love to bring someone, you know, we can talk about the tournaments and what we're watching. But to go to the to tournament, to them, that would be cool. Yeah. And I've never, like, you've been yeah. to tournaments. Like, we've both played golf, like, throughout basically our entire lives. Right. And we both had a very, very, like, more, I think I played I didn't play golf more than I did in my life, but I've pl- I've played golf on mm-hmm. and off my entire life. If that makes sense. Yeah. Would you agree with that or no? Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. I had especially pro- like your my I adult had, life. I had like a five six year period that I was oh, playing was a lot. Oh. Okay. Uh, that I was said I was playing gotcha, a lot. Gotcha. So like that was I'd probably say seventh grade through senior in high school I was playing a lot, okay. but like. Before that, it was sporadic. So it's been like almost 10 years. 10 years after After, high school. I didn't play at all. I played like a couple charity scrambles and that was it. Yeah. Your friggin' golf shoes that you... Oh my, uh, I had to buy... 2021, we need to get you new golf shoes. 2021, I'm getting new golf shoes. That's, yeah. Kind of to go, kind of, and I want to go back to the plans and goals, but just, uh, it was talking about, which is, I guess, more of a personal goal. I'll talk about that later because that's a golf goal. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So plans for the business, just just continue to make more of this content that we enjoy making and and kind of see where we can go from it. You know, making more YouTube videos. I want to make more right. YouTube videos, which I think the podcast will kind of help because we'll have content weekly anyways. Yeah. But I don't want it to just like, when I whenever I do like a, like the same thing, same format every single time, I understand that's important, but at the same time, like I like to like do different things and try different things out. So I think that there's so much that we can do with this that we can like we made a a vlog with the birdie ball thing. That was so much fun. I had so much fun making that video. I had so much fun like editing it, just filming it and putting it out like that. That was fun for me. So like there's really endless opportunities, I think, with with this. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, going back to talking about burnout, like that's one of the things that will prevent burnout is that there's so many things Changing that we can do. Yep. And I think, yeah, if we came in here week after week and all we did was the podcast, I think we'd get burnt out. The audience might get a little burnt out. But by bringing more content into that, mm-hmm. I think that that's what's going to keep it fresh. And something I think just to talk about more of the podcast and everything obviously because we're on the podcast right now i think that just the sheer amount of effort and work that we've put into this podcast before even doing this episode speaks a lot and i think that that was something that i didn't do every other time that i've done a podcast is like the amount of effort and the amount of thought that we've put into things and scheduling things out like we are treating this like a business because we, I think like not intentionally, we're not intentionally trying to do that, but because we're entrepreneurs and because we're business owners and because we understand structure like that, I think is important when creating a podcast and staying consistent. Yeah. I mean, I think we're treating pints and putts in the same way we treated in between nines. We're treating that as a client of King Wolf. It's not something that's just going on in the background for us. Like, that is something that we're devoting time to. Yeah. We're scheduling time for, and we, you know, it it's a client to us. Like we're giving this the same amount of attention that we would give every client project. One last one last thing before we go into personal and golf goals. Where like what? Where do you want King Wolf Creatives to go? Like where is your your kind of like vision goal with that? With um, the business. So my vision goal with that. Um, 
I, I kind of want to have, I'd say, two sides of the business. One that's more client-facing doing. Video production. Video production, client work, creative work on that side. And one that's more devoted to developing content. So like a network. A network, exactly. So developing content directly for the viewer. There's no middleman. There's no you know client that we are creating this project for you to then get out to your audience. Like yep. we are delivering this content that we're creating straight to the audience. Right. So that that's that's kind of how I'm seeing it. You want to event eventually have this evolve into two pillars, two buckets, and one is like the the, the agency side and one is the network side. Yeah, and yeah. one of those things where, you know, we can also offer our services client-wise to people who may be interested in being part of, of the network, the network right. series. And, you know, whether it's from sponsorship things to actually developing shows or whatever it is, like that's... Commercials. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the overlap. Like I would, you know... What comes to beer and everything, like being able to create promos for breweries that are extremely interested in sponsoring and then running them as ads. Like this is just another yeah, platform like the one that did, they we've done stuff for Amherst, right? You know? So this is just another platform that they can then advertise on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I I'm gonna agree with all that, and we will just move on to the next topic. Which, Nothing to add? No, I mean that's you said you said yeah. everything that I want. Like I want I I want to be able to offer client services. I think. Eventually, I kind of see not us like like doing this, but like we're both we're there's going to be two parts of the business and like having each of us manage those parts of the business, but being obviously both very involved. Yeah, like we can't. And I think that's something that is extremely beneficial to our business and something that I don't see, um, in my opinion, too often in like the creative agency video production world is that we're a, we were a team from day one. Yeah. Where a lot of people, and I could just be making a blanket statement here, but a lot of people go into it themselves. Yeah. Like I did that. I freelanced for a bit. I never started a business because I knew I wasn't ready to mm -hmm. until I had built a better foundation and had a team. And that gives us the ability to grow and expand in different different avenues right it allows us to play off each other's strengths and weaknesses yeah and you know really divide things up when you're when you're going back to kind of like freelancer you know working solo like that's taxing on yourself to be handling everything from start to finish even just having someone to bounce ideas off like half the day like we're constantly going back and forth bouncing ideas yeah. off of and that's that's feel like i'm bothering things. you most of the time <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things that like creatively though that's why we get to where we're at is we're constantly going back and forth on things yeah. walk into your office hey i got an idea and you're like oh, yeah. <laughs> great great no yeah huge eye roll so uh <laughs> so that that's definitely like that goes back to the team thing i i mean you know we like to work with people who are like-minded into that for sure that, you know That's why everyone Chris is understands it yeah, yeah without a doubt shout out to chris he's doing i don't know what he's doing yeah um leave it alone <laughs> <laughs> all right so just to kind of wrap up the 2021 i want to talk about personal goals and golf goals and 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 that i feel like kind of coincides okay but what are your goals for 2021 personally? You talked a little bit about the phone. Yeah. So the, the phone, I mean, that's kind of like just a background thing for me. Um, and that's, that's more of me working on my 
mental health, I'd say, um, along mm-hmm. those lines is like, I'm really trying to set some barriers on that and devote time to making sure that I am at my mental best. Um, I'm working significantly on physical performance. Um, for me, flexi- flexibility has always been an issue. Uh, 2021, you know, my mobility and stability as far as uh, swing goes, that's a big focus. Um, I'm also actually taking the time to work on my swing rather than band-aiding <laughs> it together. Um, I think that I, you know, 2020, um, I had an injury that held me back for a while. Yeah, unfortunately. And um, coming out on the other side of it, I realized that, you know, I need to focus a little bit more on the swing and how I'm doing that because I do think that played a part in my injury. I could see that. Um, so that that's a big that's a big goal of mine is just continuing to work on everything. And I'm using the off season strongly for that. Um, but I think golf as it goes wise, um, you know, if you want to put like actual parameters on things, you don't have to. No, that, but how you take that but is how you for, take that. For me, for me, that's you know, that is another thing that I'm setting. Um I do want to get into the single digits handicap wise. Um what are you at right now? 14.6. Okay. Um so we got four point six. Yeah. No, five. Yeah, we'll say we'll say I'd like to shave five to six strokes. Strokes off. Okay. Um and you know, that goes back to the swing improvement and everything. I can cobble together a mid to low 80s round as I am right now but I think that's about as far as I can go without working on my swing okay and that that's kind of where I'm at there um let's let's bounce it back to you yeah Uh, no the the reason I kind of lumped like golf and personal goals in together is because you said things that I think you said like physical and stuff like that obviously is golf related and Mm -hmm. and I think you kind of said it earlier, both of our wives would say that we play too much golf. Like golf is a big part of our lives. So I think the things that we do to improve in golf will also improve our lives. Um, for me, um, there's, there's, there's like a few buckets that I want to hit. Health is health is one and that these are things that I've already been doing. Um, diet Jen. So Jen and I, I, she does more CrossFit than I do now, but we used to do a lot of CrossFit. She still does as much as we used to. And somebody at the gym is a nutritionist and she started doing like, you know, being a part of their plan. And we've been in- implementing a lot of that stuff into obviously my life as well because we live together. We're married, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, eating more lean meats, trying not to eat uh, just unnecessary calories, making sure that I'm hitting like daily goals of like protein and vegetables and all that stuff. And that's actually like, this is my second beer of 2021 and it is January 20th. So I had that does, that's not the second alcoholic drink, but like (laughs) unnecessary, like carbs and calories, like just trying to like limit that stuff. Also, uh, work out more. Like I used to work out a lot and now I'm trying to actually like I want to get bigger than I ever have been. I don't want to be like a massive like meathead, but I want to be stronger. Yeah. Um, and I think that like that will also equate to length in golf. Like I don't want to like be like, uh, I don't want to chase after length, but at the same time I, I, I kind of do. Like I want to be more 
consistent, like with how I hit the ball like straight and all that stuff. But I also would like to try and gain distance because I gained a lot of distance this year and I don't really know why. So I'm thinking like, well, maybe if I just like keep going down this road and start taking more care of my body, maybe that will kind of help my swing, which will help me hit the ball more consistent and more consistent distances. And maybe I'll gain a little more distance, more speed and all that stuff. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to chase it, but it's definitely something that I would like to do just by taking more care of my body. Um, so really, really it's, it's that for like, like, physical, um, and then mental, just like trying to be more, uh, diligent and structured with my days. Like, uh, you, you already know this having problems with the dog. Um, not going to dive too deep into it, but my days have become so much more structured and I think that's helped me become more productive. Mm -hmm. You know, I may, I may start working an hour to a half hour later than I usually would, but I'm getting more done because I am now, exercising more so i'm like in a better mental state to actually be productive and like understand like okay i got to do this i got to get this done and then i can do what i want to do later so i think that's one big thing is just like trying to be in a better mental state so that i can be more productive and then as far as like golf goals um i just want to not and I think I've definitely personally I feel like this and maybe maybe you would disagree, but I just I just want to go into each round and be like, I'm just out here to have fun. I like playing the game. I just want to have fun. I don't really yeah. care about the score. And I definitely have cared less about the score more recently, and that has produced lower scores. Better results. Better results. So with that said, the one goal, the one like n like analytical numerical goal that I would like to do with golf this year is just break 90. That's there you it. Go. That's, that's it. That's a, I mean, that's a solid goal. You were very I've close hit, many broke, times I've last year. I've hit 90 year. like a handful yeah. of times. I've been and at 91 like many times. 92. But I, I, th I think that that... Every time I go out, it's like under 95. Yeah. What, I think that what you're... What the fuck? I think your mindset to that is the key that you were missing and the, the mental side of things is what's going to get you there. Yeah, I, I really think that that held you back from breaking. I can I cannot count how many times that held you back from breaking ninety this past season. Hmm. So that I think. But the I thing is, is like there. I feel like the last few rounds I've played, like I've gotten so close, but I feel way better mentally. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it was those times. Maybe it just wasn't meant to happen. Maybe it's because we I haven't been playing as much. Like I played recently with my dad. I got so fucking close, but like hadn't played in but like the other thing is like <clears throat> if you had had that mental mindset when the grass was actually still alive and the conditions true. were decent. Not, I mean like not great conditions. You're, if you're if you're this close to breaking ninety in, in the fucking the winter shit weather of New England in January and yeah. December, like once you get back to actual consistency, because you don't know what the ball is going to do right now. That is true. That and, is true. You know, they can take the littlest hop off the green that's not really cut, that's not rolled. I'm interested to see, and I don't want to talk too much about, about myself, but I'm interested to see just based off of like, you know, winter and everything. Everybody says the ball doesn't go as far in the winter. I'm hitting it farther. Mm. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm. <laughs> what the... Does my ball flight work in the winter? Is that what that is? Or 
No, I mean, they, you know, like you said, you're continuing to improve your performance as well. So that's yeah. obviously going to translate over. Not trying to make it like a gloat or about me or whatever, but it's just like, <laughs> no, I just find it interesting. Like, what, you know, anyways. So, yeah. That's, Is that it? I, that might be. I've pretty much covered everything. I mean, I guess here, let's talk a little bit about. Dire- Hold on. What up? Five minutes left on the card. All right. We can wrap this up in five minutes. We can minutes. wrap this up in five minutes. All right. Yeah, I was, just, I was just about to ask Chris. I was like, hold on, how long? And then he goes, five minutes. All right, there we go. Five, five more minutes. Um, Four more minutes. Let's talk uh, how about a that little one? bit about... Because we do have to play Wolf. That is a thing. If you're if you're listening to the podcast on Apple, going to get to Justin, but we're going to play Wolf yeah. after this, which is horse for putting on the, the green here. The okay, go ahead. Um, all right, so... What is your, and I know we kind of touched about this in a roundabout way, but give like a concise, I'd say, bullet list of where you're thinking of bringing the podcast right now, as far as content that you're delivering to the audience. Oh man, that's fucking hard, dude. Give, give me give me three. Three, three things that three you things want that to I be wanted. able for the audience to take away from this. Um. Well, I think the first thing is, is like, I definitely... I I want to I I I think the game of golf and the PGA tour and a lot of people who are involved in golf don't talk about a lot of, of important things and I want to help people talk about those things. That's the biggest thing. I want to have like I already said, I want to have the conversations that need to be had because I think that there's been a lot of shit that has happened this year and has opened a lot of people's eyes. Um, and I've always been I'm not, I don't want to get political. I've always been pretty like, you know, accepting of a lot of things, but I think this year opened my eyes to a lot of things. That's number one. Number two, I want to learn more about the evolution of the game of golf. I want to learn, I want to learn more history, a lot more history. I want people to learn more history and I want to learn more about what is happening right now and what we're seeing right now, because I think we're in a very, very crazy time right now where you're seeing guys hit the ball 400 fucking yards off the tee that is crazy that is like just so cool and i think that's a cool thing that i want to talk more about is like how the game has evolved from where it came to where it is now yeah and then the third thing i don't really know i think that's fuck i don't know i don't i don't have a third thing you 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 give me three and i'll try and think of another one all right so like my main one um is to make the game of golf cool yeah, I guess I, right. that's my so third thing. That that's like that's like my goal behind this everything. Like growing up, it was always like I'd talk to my friends who weren't into golf and they'd be like, Oh, you're going golfing again. Like Yeah. And they just never understood. But like bringing an and I said this before, shedding a new light on the game of golf. Yeah. Showing, you know, how much it has evolved and like also like looking at the history, because it's fucking cool. Like, yeah, like when you break down the history of golf and how much goes into it as well, it and like used to not of, be a stroke play game. Yeah, and bringing in, I'd love to also like bring in some that sides of golf that you don't think about. Like you, we've seen some great content come out, you know, dedicated towards the course maintenance and stuff like that. And yeah. I think that is a cool thing that we've never seen before. And a lot people of people, a lot it's of people take art, that for dude. granted. Like those superintendents and those greenskeepers. They are the reason we're able to play the game we're able to play. Yeah. 
And that that's what it comes and the, down and, to. And the architects. So like architecture, that that's just crazy. It's crazy. So for me, that that's a second kind of thing that I want to dive into is like the topics of golf that aren't normally talked about. Yeah. And like bringing in through that, bringing in you know different people in as well as shining a light on that. And then um, the third thing that I want to like continue to talk about and you know bring different people on to talk about is kind of like game improvement while focusing on still enjoying the game. Yeah, that's because I one, think dude. that we talked about burnout earlier, but like there's a burnout in the game of golf. Like there is days that you just want to leave your set of clubs in the park. Remember the day? Away. Remember when when we filmed the episode of Paris? How oh yeah frustrated I was. Yeah. So, I mean, that right there, like, that that's a big thing. Like, I want to help people understand that not everyone, like, we all don't play our best every day. Mm -hmm. And, like, how can you improve while still enjoying? Still enjoying, and even yeah. when you have a bad round. Yeah. How to brush that off and brush move on. Off. Third one, and I know we got to wrap this up real quick, but third one, I definitely will agree. I want, I think golf is cool. I think it's already fucking sick. Yeah. I want... I want to show other people why I think the game is sick and how I think that you can be cool and play golf. Like right. it doesn't have to be like a nerdy dorky game. No, it's not. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. And I think that when like, I think that golf can like be good mentally and can get you like, it can make you become a better human being because you're working on yourself while you're working on the game and you're learning a lot about yourself. Name another sport that you can competitively play into your eighties or nineties. None. Exactly. Maybe tennis. Uh, maybe. maybe. That's a lot of running around and moving, though. That's true. Like chess. That, that <laughs> <laughs> Is that a sport? <laughs> okay. I think we've rambled on enough here. I do, too. Let's wrap up this first. All right. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. If you are listening on Apple, please rate the podcast. That's very important. And subscribe because there's going to be weekly content coming out for definitely, us. Definitely, definitely. And on YouTube. Oh, if you're listening to the podcast and you're not on YouTube, which the full podcast isn't on YouTube, but there's going to be a weekly video whenever we put the podcast out for the most part. And we're always going to play a game called Wolf, which is horse. We just said that. You should probably come watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Come check it out. Okay. Good. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>